views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub from Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. This is the time to empower yourself. Now, here's your host, Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Welcome, welcome to Empowerment Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Friedman. Happy New Year. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday season, that the scale doesn't tell you things that you don't want to know, that you enjoyed hanging out with family and friends, that you feel ready for that year to come, and that you also feel motivated to maybe do something extraordinary. Get out of some old ruts and patterns and try something new. Get a aspect of your life to the next level. How would that be? That's what the show today is all about. How can we make 2019 the best year ever? Some people may feel like, well, it's just another year, another 12 months, another 365 days to get over with, and then another one, another one. Actually, I know how that feels, and I was in that place. But at some point in my mind, I realized that we do actually run out of one thing for sure in our lifetime here, which is time. When I was visiting uh, my family, my in-laws in Florida for the holidays, I saw to, yeah, I would say my sadness and sometimes also horror that my in-laws that I now know since about 20 years really are getting older. They are physically and mentally just no longer the same, which of course is no wonder. 20 years is a long time. But you can also see that there is something that is a wake-up call when we watch people that we love and care about just getting to the point where you wonder how many more years do they have? How many more Christmases can we celebrate together? And that is, for me especially, that moment when I ask myself, what is my like, my life right now like? And what is it about my life that I want to change, to improve, to get to a different place? Now, this is where these famous New Year's resolutions come in. And I know some of you may already roll their eyes and say, well, I have tried it. I have done it. I have failed miserable. So why should I even again put energy and effort into it to have another disappointment, another letdown? Well, the problem with New Year's resolutions 
is that they are just not enough. Just setting some kind of goal isn't enough. It's like trying to learn how to cook, watching a cooking show, or getting fit by simply, you know, being an observer of sporting events. That doesn't really work. We cannot just have a goal, a good uh, intention, a resolution without really the means that get our mind 100% behind it. And there are some insights and some tools that I want to share with you today that I really have used beautifully and successfully, or I should say better, my clients have used beautifully and successfully to have their breakthroughs. Here are a few that I really wanted to celebrate with you and I've celebrated with those clients from last year. For example, there is Anita who has been struggling with money for most of her life. And she was realizing that her money issues had to do also with her lack of self-worth and how she really felt about herself and how she was more willing to simply settle than ask for what she wanted. Well, after she had done some work on herself and created some breakthrough, at the end of the year, she got a job. The first job that paid her $4,000 a week. And, you know, you can imagine how just overly uh, excited and, uh, and uh, great she felt about this major breakthrough that she at some point had even given up on believing that it's possible for her. Or Mark. Mark was always feeling insecure and uh, he felt at work never really good enough and everything felt just too overwhelming for him. And uh, yeah, he basically got himself into a corner of that lack of self-esteem. Now, once he realized that, no, this is just old programming. These are old patterns that I can change. I can change my relationship to myself. I can change how I think. I can change on what I expect from myself. And what he learned was that he wanted to expect from himself nothing more and nothing less than being his authentic self. Just being who he was and being okay with that was a complete new concept. But it worked out because, again, just a few weeks ago, he got notification from his work that he was declared the employee of the year, something he would have never thought was possible. Or a couple I worked with who were about to get a divorce because they just somehow couldn't see eye to eye, but they continued to work individually on themselves. And what they realized was that through their eight years of marriage, they never had been really honest to each other. They never really dared to show the vulnerability that they both carried from their past. They never really were able to feel that they were enough for the other person. Once they changed that, and once they actually gave themselves the freedom also to be themselves, once they were trusting that they were able to be vulnerable, they were able to show their pains and their wounds to their partner without really having to feel ashamed or without feeling that they should better hide when they were anxious or sad. Their whole dynamic shifted. And now their marriage is at a place that is the happiest ever, even more happy than at the beginning 
when everyone was just like in that uh, pink cloud of falling in love. So the point that I'm trying to make is that breakthroughs are possible. In fact, they are inevitable when we are putting the conscious and the subconscious mind to work in sync, in alignment with each other. Because the reason why we don't have breakthroughs, why we don't change, have much more to do with what we think and what we feel and what we believe than with the outer circumstances that we are in. And that's sometimes really hard to swallow because we often blame that destiny. We blame the past. We blame the people that did things to us. And we don't realize that the blame only goes that far and that we do have at any given moment the possibility to make a course correction. Now, the conscious mind will say, yes, you're absolutely right. I may have gained 50 pounds because I was so miserable at work and I had always these donuts that comforted me, but now I'm making a big change. Now I'm going to go and lose those 50 pounds and I'm going to go onto that uh, you know, diet and go to the gym. And well, you know what? Very soon, something, something invisible, but something very well known kicks in, holds you back, gets you more donuts, and you just go back to square one and you feel again like a loser and, uh, you know, don't even want to try. Most of these good intentions at the beginning of the year get abandoned just after 30 to 40 days. And that is the subconscious mind that holds us back. This is the deeper part of the mind that for some reason says, now, let's not go there. Let's not do this. Let's not make a change. Let's stay in that comfort zone, even though it may be totally uncomfortable, even though it may feel like it's every day a torture to go through the 24 hours ahead, it still is more familiar. And it doesn't bear the risk of potential failure. That is what the subconscious job is, to keep us safe. And sometimes the known pain, the known struggles, the known problems feel safer than the unknown. That what we don't really know, whether we can get there, whether we can achieve what we set out to do, whether we can reach those goals. And there is, of course, the subconscious also saying, what if you can't? And what if you fail? And how embarrassing is that? And how painful is that? And so it just keeps you in that old place of just grinding another year down with whatever pain you have that you carry over from the last year. Because let's face it, when we don't change, usually that causes us some kind of pain, not only physical pain, but also emotional pain. Think about last year. Think about something that you wanted to change. Maybe it was about procrastination. You always come late to work. You always somehow put some things that you're supposed to do on the back burner. And then right before the deadline, you go into a frenzy. You burn the midnight oil and then you barely make it feel completely stressed out, anxious, worried. Is that a pattern that you already wanted to change? and somehow weren't able to? 
talk about losing weight. A lot of people want to do that, getting fit, getting in shape. Maybe you feel insecure, but you really also feel lonely and you want to start dating. Maybe you notice that your relationship is not at the best place, but somehow you're still avoiding any kind of work with your spouse or partner, or maybe you're even avoiding a communication with that person. Or maybe there is something that you don't like about the work that you're in and you want to just pursue a different career. You feel like, no, retail is not enough for me or that managerial job I have, I don't like anymore. I really want to rather want to be self-employed, start my own business. So there may have been dreams at the beginning of 2018 or 17 or 16 that you were trying to pursue for about 40 days and then you dropped them. Then somehow life just took over and your subconscious says, let's put it on hold. This is not there yet. That is not there yet. And then you just take that, whatever is painful, whatever feels uncomfortable, whatever feels not enough, and push it to December, into the new year, January, which I call the New Year's hangover. And then that pain shows up again. The intention buds again. And you're wondering, well, maybe this is the right time. Let's not go through another round of 40-day half-hearted effort only to give up again. Let's make a difference. Let's find ways to get that subconscious protector and naysayer on the same page with your conscious intention to break through whatever obstacle you may have. Because it is not only possible. As, it's, as I said, it's inevitable. You just have to know how to work with your mind so that it becomes your ally and not your biggest hindrance. When we come back, we will talk about the keys to make this year the year you broke through whatever obstacle or problem you want to break through. We will be right back. Stay tuned. into the wisdom of animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso on Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Tune in monthly as Darcy brings insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and pureness of ancient techniques, Darcy, healer, animal communicator, and medium is here to guide you through this process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information about working with Darcy, visit DarcyPariso.com. A space of allowing radio with Coach Nancy Coco, welcoming all that wants to be present today. Tune in Thursdays every first and third week at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Coach Nancy helps you find a space of allowing. Join Coach Nancy to explore what lives at your edges and to bring more of yourself home. For more information, visit NancyCocoCoaching.com. 
If you're dealing with fear and anxiety, you've probably noticed that the more you fight these emotions, the stronger they seem to get. Dr. Friedemann Schaub, the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, explains that instead of suppressing, we need to identify and resolve the deeper, subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety. His personal breakthrough program has helped thousands worldwide to overcome their emotional challenges. To learn more, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com and schedule your free consultation with Dr. Schaub now. Hi, I'm Barbara Scheidegger, clinical hypnotherapist and founder of Swiss Hypnotherapy. And this is a tip with purpose. When the old anger and stress are triggered, stop, breathe. See what you're doing and tell yourself no more. Breathe and walk away. See your anger for what it really is. It's quite destructive. Don't take excuses for excuses. Take more of, yes, I can, and move forward. I hope this tip helps you going through the day today. You can reach me at 323-999-4775 or at my website at theswisshypnotherapy.com and write me an email and I give 30 minutes free consultation. Hypnotherapy is there for you. Demystifying the journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com. Back to Empowerment Radio. We are talking about making 2019 a breakthrough year and getting this year into gear right now, starting from January 2nd. It's time. Well, the first step may be to figure out what do you actually want to break through? What do you want to change? For many, this may be a big question mark, simply because... You may be feeling satisfied with your life. It's okay how it's going. You're telling yourself, like my brother-in-law, you know, I'm going to do two more years in my job. Then I'm going to retire right up into the sunset. All is good. Well, what he does ignore the good man, which I really love dearly, that he has about 50 pounds too many and that he actually has a little struggle with his health and that he could do something about that in order to actually ride lighter into the sunset and have more fun on his retirement track. So there may be things that are quite obvious to others, but a little bit in your blind spots. Or you may have just somehow, as I said before, given up on looking at them. Now, I know it's an old method. It may be a little bit worn out, but it works, which is the wheel of life. Google the Wheel of Life if you never heard about it. I'm sure you have. It's a simple exercise where you go through different aspects of your life, such as career, uh, health, uh, your relationships, your family, hobbies, 
your personal development, your spiritual development. There are these different categories, and you basically simply fill out each of those little parts of that wheel with how satisfied you are with those different aspects. And what you may find out that, yeah, I'm totally happy with my career, but my health needs a little help. Or maybe you really are super connected to your friends, but you don't really have a close relationship to your siblings or your parents. And so just notice where there is an imbalance, where there is something that you have settled for or accepted But somehow you could also say, well, what if? What if I put a little bit more energy into it? What if I make a little bit more of an attempt to get also that aspect of my life to a level of an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10? So that wheel of life can be one way to get more clarity on what you want to focus on. Another way is to notice what you may have tolerated in the past. This was uh, my intention last year. Last year, I wanted to have an upgrade year. I wanted just to get aware of everything that I have been somehow schlepping with me and tolerating, but uh, not really found the motivation to, to make a difference and change. So with that idea of get rid of tolerations and upgrade those things to the next level, I upgraded a lot. My health insurance, my bank, my financial advisor, uh, my assistant, my social media team, even my car. So there was something that I just felt like had a momentum in itself. Once I realized I don't want to just be on a level that I'm familiar with, but that doesn't really give me the outcome or maybe also the joy or the support that I really want. And it really paid off. And it was fairly easy. It was almost like you start to see one thing you tolerate and you no longer you no longer tolerate it. And then you change it. You find really a lot of satisfaction and enjoy with that change. And then the next thing comes up and you change that. And so you have your incremental breakthrough and upgrade happening throughout the year. So just pick one or two aspects you want to change. The upgrade was a change in itself, but you don't have to have five upgrades or five breakthroughs. You just choose that what you feel is either the most pressing or that what you feel is maybe giving you the the greatest bang for the buck, the greatest difference in your life. And then you focus on that. Now, before you start moving forward, it's really good to look backwards. And this is where the first key comes in, which is the map. The map is basically that overview, that awareness on what it is, where you have been, where you are right now, and where you want to go in the future. These three places you want to really get clear about. And for that, I like to have, or we have this routine, Danielle and I, at the end of each year or right at the beginning, that we write down the things about last year that kind of, you know, wrap a little bow around it, which are what successes did we have? 
and accomplishments. What challenges did we meet and how did we deal with them? And what lessons we learned from the past, from this last year? What are the things that we really feel were teaching us something? And these are not just the pretty things. These can be the challenges. These can be the problems that we haven't resolved or that we were able to resolve. These can be also the challenges with oneself where you realize, yeah, I do actually have my own blind spots or I do actually have maybe a, a lack of attention in this aspect or that aspect. So what can I learn from this? Now, when you look back at these accomplishments and these challenges and the learnings from last year, what you're creating is not only a feeling of, wow, this year actually was rich and there was so much that I'm taking with me. You're also creating a certain kind of momentum. It's almost like a fuel, a fuel that carries you through the next year, that gives you a sense of, oh, wow, I can actually have accomplishments. I can deal with challenges. I can learn from all of those things. And then you just feel, well, it's easy. Let's do it again this year. Because whenever we want to break through something, we have to have energy. And when you already know that last year you had certain things that you changed or achieved or were dealing with, then you know you can do this again in this year and maybe even more focused and even more direct. So that's the first thing, looking back. The next thing is, where are you now? And that is really an interesting question because where are you now is again about, well, what are my challenges? And how much does it cost me to have those challenges? Well, let's say, for example, you have a challenge with procrastination. How did this procrastination really work out for you? What did it cost you? Did it cost you your nerves? Your nervous system is shut because you were always late. Or did it cost you a job? Or did it cost you maybe the confidence of your friends because they don't see you as reliable? Or maybe you have an issue with anxiety. And you say, well, how did this anxiety, you know, what price did you pay for that? Well, maybe the anxiety made your life smaller. Maybe the anxiety prevented you from taking steps or taking risks. Maybe the anxiety kept you more in an avoidance pattern or in a pattern of trying to make everyone else happy, but really not focusing on yourself. So when you look at where you're now, make sure that you are aware of the pain, the pain that you are having. This is something that the subconscious really needs. I mentioned before, you know, the subconscious doesn't necessarily want to change because a pain can become familiar. It can be something like the background noise of a refrigerator. But then again, when you're really focusing on it, your subconscious realizes, oh, this is actually not really desirable. This is actually not only painful, but also costly and if you're going to even go one step further and you ask yourself, so how will my life be if I'm going to live like this another five years? Well, for many of my clients, they get a cold sweat and they are super motivated to make a change because they are saying, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. This needs to really get into a different place. So this is the when you look at the now where you're now, this is the away from motivation. 
that really pushes you from behind out of this stuckness. And your subconscious will be more willing to deal with the pain and get rid of it through change than holding on to it. And then on the map, you're going to look one step further and say, okay, what do I really want? And for that, it's important to be specific, you know, be specific about those things that you want to change. Now, when it comes to procrastination, focus on not just never procrastinating, but focus on that, what you really feel like would make the biggest difference, like being more organized or being more on time or feeling like more that you are consistent with your efforts rather than just uh, spiking and then again, dropping into inertia. Or when it comes to anxiety, maybe it's not about being the most uh, confident and at ease person in the world, but saying, no, I will actually now start on uh, working on the anxiety, find help for it, learn to know myself better, and then also learn to have a better relationship with myself and from that rippling out uh, with the world around me. So I want to ultimately feel safe or comfortable in my skin or being more willing to let other people in or be more willing to take care of myself and, and see that my own needs are met. Just, you know, get into that idea of that there is something maybe even the opposite possible for you. Smart goals are great ways to create these future intentions. And, and again, if you don't know about smart goals, go to the Google machine and just uh, see what it says. It's about really being specific and also reasonable and timed and, and making those goals something that feels it pulls you forward. That's what this future looking on your map is all about feeling positively motivated, feeling like something is getting you out of this inertia, not because it pushes you away from the pain, but it actually pulls you in. Intention is feeling a positive tension between that where you are right now and that place that you want to be in the future. So that's step number one, have a map. Step number two will come after the break. Do you know how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Signs of wellness are a capacity to love and ability to nurture, a sense of purpose, a good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life, a concern for others and a respect for the environment, a conscious commitment to personal excellence, a sense of balance and integrated lifestyle, and capacity to cope with whatever life presents. Well, people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible. That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive, healthy lifestyle habits. By adopting a wellness mindset, and behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. I will be your wellness coach to help you achieve a wellness lifestyle. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at MaryJaneMack.com. 
Ignite your inner magic on Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Jane Matanga explores how to overcome your fears to help you gain the inspiration you need to awaken your path to joy. Learn the way to life mastery and the enlightened path with Grow Your Soul Radio. For more information on Jane Matanga and her work, visit enlightened-path.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Hi, I'm Steve Kramer of Spirit Fire Radio, and I believe that meditation changes everything. It leads us in the direction of greater well-being, and that's a fact. I struggled with meditation for years. I understood the principles, but I found it hard to incorporate them into my everyday life. Spirit Fire's meditation practice changed that. It's called the Practice of Living Awareness, and it's taught in 14 steps. These are 14 tools that I can use in any moment, on and off the cushion. Steps like smile, flow, and ground of being support my clarity of mind while I'm navigating the ups and downs of modern life. That's why it's called the Practice of Living Awareness. If you'd like to add meditation to your daily experience, the Practice of Living Awareness is free, online, and it's suited for any level of practitioner. Visit spiritfire.com for more information. And be sure to check out Spirit Fire's meditation retreats in Western Massachusetts. It's all there at spiritfire.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. Breaking through in 2019 is the topic how to get the conscious and the subconscious mind on board with whatever goal or intention you set for this year. I just talked about the map and the importance of knowing where you came from and knowing where you are and what you want. Now, if you have any questions, just call in. Or if you have any comments, or if you want to share a success story, I would love to hear from you. 800 930 Again, this 1 800 930 Or you can also type a question into the chat box or on Facebook Live. It's on Transformation Talk Radio Facebook and also on my Dr. Friedman Shop Facebook. It's always live, and there you can even see my little face, which is nice, hopefully. Uh, yeah, and I also wanted to announce talking about Facebook that we are starting a little campaign on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter about 50 weeks and 50 ways to reach greater self-empowerment. So every week I will introduce a concept that will just uh, give you some food for thought, some tools, some great insights on how you can make yourself feel more empowered and also more a choice in your life. Number two, key number two, which is all about 
stretching your mind. It's about flexibility. See, I notice that my body gets at times a little stiff. And you may actually notice this too. You know, when you're in your 50s, you feel like your hips are a little stiffer and you go for a run and afterwards you're limping along. And so I have to do stretching. And when I do stretching or yoga or Pilates, my body feels much better. Now, do we really not have to do the same thing for our mind? It always amazes me that we are so much more aware of our body and, you know, eating right and making sure that we are really, you know, looking after it. But when it comes to our mind, it's like the stepchild. We just feel like, oh, our mind should be always working well, like a German car should never break down. Well, they do break down as well, as we know. But there's just something about the mind that we don't have the same intention and the same care as we have for our body. But our mind also gets rigid and stiff, and it also needs a little bit of nourishment and support and stretching. And that is what the second key is all about. Because chances are that one of the reasons why you haven't had the change and the breakthrough that you wanted is that your mind was a little bit too stuck about that topic. So what you can do is just to think about how you can find out your mind's rigidity. So this could be, for example, your focus. What do you usually focus on? Do you focus on the problem rather than the solution? Do you focus more on the past than on what may be in front of you in the future? Do you focus more on the lack than on how to get what you want? Do you focus more on what makes you feel powerless and maybe angry and maybe blaming others than really focusing on the choices you have and the things that you can do to make a difference? Just think about politics. I think a lot of people feel that their mind went since 2016 to the negative and to the powerlessness and to the injustice and all of those things. And the mind doesn't say, okay, what can we do now? What is actually that impact that we can have? And so it's really something that when you watch how your mind is operating, you can see how your mind is maybe responsible for you to have been stuck because it was focusing on the wrong ends. That is one way. Now, another way of the rigid mind is the way you may believe. You know, the beliefs are a little bit more hidden. You know, thoughts can be more in your face and the beliefs are actually those, you know, patterns inside of us that are driving the thoughts. For example, I'm not good enough or I'm too old or this is for others, but not for me. So these are the beliefs that are deeper and that are often anchored in the subconscious that is also a sign of rigidity, something that really can hold you back because obviously we are creating self-fulfilling prophecies with those beliefs, which is then when we go into the autopilot mode, the mode of you know, the mind creating these patterns and then we are acting accordingly. 
you know, you can watch yourself and your routines where you just do the same thing over and over again. You have the same breakfast, you drive the same route to work, you leave work exactly at the same time, you do the same thing on the weekends, you ignore the things that you used to ignore, and you're not stretching yourself beyond the comfort zone. So I'm talking about those rigidities in life that are one of the major reasons why we don't change. So what you need to do is to do a little mind stretching. It's a little bit of a yoga for your mind. It's basically getting out of that comfort that the mind feels when it does the same thing over and over again because it's controllable, it's predictable, but it's also ultimately limiting and boring. So how do you stretch? Well, let's focus on how you can change your thinking first. So for example, when you wake up in the morning, it's something that really works well. Rather than just being in autopilot mode, automatically go into visualization mode and really visualize an extraordinary day. Visualize when you focus on one specific thing that you want to change, how today you can already make one step forward in this direction. One step, for example, could be for someone who feels very insecure but also lonely just to have a little chat with the person at the coffee stand that you get your daily latte. Or maybe the person that always feels like, you know, running late, just getting a stab on that, what's hanging over you after work tonight and really visualizing it and visualizing how good it feels afterwards and the success feeling that is just uh, welling up inside of you. So that is already stretching your mind out of this autopilot mode. You can also stretch your mind by flex thinking. So when you have a negative thought, you say, even though I feel I cannot really reach my goals, then you go to the next level and say, I can still make an effort now to move one step further. Or even though I haven't been able to lose weight in the past, I can still today choose to not drive to the drive-through of the fast food place and eat a salad instead. Whatever those things are, the even though is basically acknowledging that there was a problem, but then there is that second piece of the sentence that is opening up to possibilities. It's opening up to that, okay, what can I do with this, what I did in the past? Then you can, of course, also just simply redirect your negative thoughts into something more positive, which in itself can be an eye-opener when you really realize that, wow, every time I have a negative thought, I immediately just shift it, just like a little dog that's running after a squirrel. I hold that negative thought back and then I shift it into a new direction. I give it a new spin it's quite magical how fast this interrupting of the negativity spiral and shifting it into something more positive is making your mind more flexible, it makes your mind more curious, and it makes your mind more willing to please you, to please you with positivity and please you with that, okay, let's look beyond that what we are used to and let's look more into that what may be possible.
And then, of course, that autopilot uh, uh, way of living can also be broken through by being in a place where you shift your routines, just little things, you know, little things that you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to shake it up today. I will have something different at the coffee stand, or I'm going to drive a different route to work, or I'm going to surprise my loved one with a bunch of flowers tonight or whatever you want to do, just surprise the heck out of yourself by getting out of this routine and realize every day is a new day and every day I can actually make something extraordinary happen, which basically just means I make a choice to get out of this autopilot mode and flex my life, flex my mind this way. Now, the third, and Carter, we're just going to skip the break. The third step that I want to talk about is the choice step. Now, so you have a map, right? So you know where you want to go. You have now a more flexible mind who sees more of the opportunities, who sees like, oh, wow, there is another way of believing and thinking and acting. But then you have to make a choice. Because without a choice, you're going to sit on that fence. And how many times do we sit on those fences? I had a client of mine who just could not forgive himself. He couldn't forgive himself that he had made a mistake, a mistake in the past that he believed changed everything. It changed his own life. It changed the life of his family. And from the outside, it didn't even look that dramatic. It didn't look that bad. It was maybe not the preference from, you know, what turned out to be then his life after that choice he made. But there was really no harm done. But he held it against himself. And so he sat on that fence through many years and did not even want to think about. So what could I now do? with the choice I have been making, what could be different now. And so it was really hard for him to just give himself that nudge and choose to leave the past behind and choose to forgive himself and understand that at the time when he made that choice, he did the best he could and that he didn't have the intention to harm anyone or cause anyone pain. And that now the best thing he could do is to learn from the past and really have that intention to make the best life possible out of it, it took a while for him to wrap this all around in his mind. But once he stepped off that fence, all of a sudden felt like jumping into a different reality, jumping into a different way of seeing life, seeing himself, living life. And I think that is a choice that you also want to make. If you have been identifying yourself with something that was a limitation, oh, I am just an anxious person, or I am oversensitive, or I am just insecure, or I am just not smart enough to have a better career, or I am just boring, so that's why I don't have friends. These are all choices that we are making to believe in those old beliefs that often are not even that what we chose to believe in the first place. But we are holding on to them as if they are life preservers and without them, we're going to drown. So we have to really be willing to say, 
okay, look at that fence that I'm sitting on and the choice I have. Do I go backwards into that old belief, that old identity, that old pattern? Or do I choose to jump off the fence into the unknown? Because every time you go into this journey of a breakthrough, on some level, it is an unknown because you don't really know what's going to happen next. You don't really know if you're going to succeed. And you also don't really know who you will be and who you can be as you go on that journey. So in some ways, that getting off the fence, that making a choice is a leap of faith. But the good news is that it actually isn't such a bad jump. It's not something where you break anything or you go into the abyss because you have to make that choice every day. And every day, it's a small choice. You're not saying, I'm choosing from being anxious when I jump off the fence, being completely confident or in perfect shape from being overweight. You're simply saying, today, I choose to move forward on this path. And that means that I make a choice that is supporting that path. So this could be like, again, with the anxiety, I'm going to choose today to meditate. That's my choice. That is that one step I do to move forward towards overcoming the anxiety and being more confident or at ease. Or I'm choosing today to eat healthy. Or I'm choosing today to be more open-minded and less judgmental. Or I'm choosing today to appreciate my spouse rather than judging him or her. These are all incremental choices. See, the thing about choosing is that the moment you know that you have that power of choice, you automatically feel much more like the creator of your reality. You don't feel any longer like the victim of your circumstances. And it is true. As I said before, we always choose. We always choose whether we are choosing to give up on our intentions or to pursue them. It's a choice. Whether we are choosing to take every day a little incremental step forward or simply feel like, well, it's not really changing fast enough. It's not really possible. It's our choice. We cannot always choose the external circumstances. Sometimes we cannot even choose the people that we are dealing with. And we certainly cannot change them the way we want them to. Wouldn't that be nice? But we can't, which is fine. But we can choose how we respond to them. We can choose how we see them. We can choose how we want to act in those circumstances. These are the choices we have. And I found personally the idea and this acknowledgement of choice, on some level, it's daunting because it puts a huge responsibility on you. It really means like, whoa, life is actually my creation. It's me now. I'm the one to blame. But at the same time, it's also incredibly freeing and it gives you really a sense of peace. And as I said before, sometimes you choose peace when you cannot really choose that your circumstances are changing fast enough or possible to change right now for whatever reason, but you choose them to be at peace. You choose to do your best. You choose to make those changes that you want to make. So that's step number three. 
Now, in February, beginning of February, we're going to have a second show, which is going to introduce three more steps on how to make that breakthrough. But what I would like you to think about already is until then, how can I get this momentum that I want so that in a year, I'm going to feel like I have a whole list of positive accomplishments and progress I have made. So make that map, go back, look at the last year, look where you're right now, get that negative motivation, that away from motivation so that you really are fired up to change. Be clear about what you want instead in the future that you want to create. Practice this mind yoga, this flexibility, just mix it up, think differently and act as if you already are that person that you want to become. As if you already are someone who again, is always in time or is more open and confident or is someone who is health conscious and really wanting to be in shape. Whatever those things are, act as if, take on with that flexible thinking, that personality, and then also make that choice every day. Make a choice. Sometimes I compare this to you know, a long-term relationship or a marriage where on some level you choose every day to be your best. You choose every day to be with that person and, uh, you know, show up in a way that is respectful, that is, you know, bringing some positivity to the table, that is also willing to, you know, take the necessary steps. And, and that is, I think, pursuing your goals and your intentions in some ways exactly like that. You have to every day say, I signed up for this. I am committing to this and I'm going to see it through. Now, one thing that I want to also mention is that when you have this intention, make sure that as you make the daily choices, that you're not only focusing at the end of the day on, oh my God, it's still 50 pounds away or it's still too scary to go out of the house or it's still too difficult for me to be on time. You know, don't focus on the lack that's still there. Don't focus on far how far it is between where you are and where you want to be. Focus on the small positive change that you have made. That's really important. You know, I talked about feeding the body with good nourishment. Well, seeing that you have made progress, that you have made good choices, that you have had a little uh, quantum leap, that you have made some progress, as small it may be, that is what your mind needs, especially your subconscious, to feel like, okay, we are still on the right track. It's about pleasing. It's not about staying stuck or safe. It's about that happiness that this person, my person has when he or she makes progress. Let's continue on this track because I like, as much as I like to keep someone safe, that's what the subconscious does, it also likes to please and it also likes to make sure that you are happy. So make sure that you every day find a little bit of a pat on your back, a little bit of joy in the choices you have been making, 
a little bit of progress that you have been creating as a way to, to fuel and nourish your motivation and your subconscious mind. And then make also some course corrections if you feel like, well, this was great, but I can do better tomorrow. Or when you feel like you have been backsliding, say, this is great because even though I was backsliding, now I know it really feels bad. Tomorrow, I'm even more motivated to make good choices. So you can already see that these first three keys can really help you to get that momentum so that when we are talking in February, first Wednesday in February again, because uh, in two weeks, I'm going to have a guest, but I will talk more about breaking through in 2019, then in February, that you already feel like, yes, I have this momentum, I have clarity, and I have a whole bunch of questions that I want to ask during the show. Or you can, of course, email me at info at thefearandanxietysolution.com. If you're interested in getting more help on your journey, on breaking through, on empowering yourself, set up a free consultation, phone, Skype, Zoom, all is possible, no matter where you are. I'm happy to speak with you. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching and listening. And again, have a wonderful new year. Make it a breakthrough one. I'm looking forward to supporting you in the journey. Goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Join Dr. Friedemann the first and third Wednesday each month at 11 a.m. Pacific as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. Discover how you can use the power of your mind to overcome stress, anxiety, and overwhelm and create a solid foundation of confidence and self-esteem. Learn cutting-edge tools so that you can approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. To learn more about what Dr. Schaub can do for you, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com.